Leviticus 21. Yahweh said to Moses, Speak to the priests, the sons of Aaron, and say to them, A priest shall not defile himself for the dead among his people, except for his relatives that are near to him, for his mother, for his father, for his son, for his daughter, for his brother, and for his virgin sister who is near to him, who has had no husband, for her he may defile himself. He shall not defile himself, being a chief man among his people, to profane himself. They shall not shave their heads, or shave off the corners of their beards, or make any cuttings in their flesh. They shall be holy to their God, and not profane the name of their God, for they offer the offerings of Yahweh made by fire, the bread of their God, therefore they shall be holy. They shall not marry a woman who is a prostitute or profane. A priest shall not marry a woman divorced from her husband, for he is holy to his God. Therefore you shall sanctify him, for he offers the bread of your God. He shall be holy to you, for I, Yahweh, who sanctify you, am holy. The daughter of any priest, if she profanes herself by playing the prostitute, she profanes her father, she shall be burned with fire. He who is the high priest among his brothers, upon whose head the anointing oil is poured, and who is consecrated to put on the garments, shall not let the hair of his head hang loose or tear his clothes. He must not go into any dead body or defile himself for his father or for his mother. He shall not go out of the sanctuary, nor profane the sanctuary of his God, for the crown of the anointing oil of his God is upon him. I am Yahweh. He shall take a wife in her virginity. He shall not marry a widow, or one divorced, or a woman who has been defiled, or a prostitute. He shall take a virgin of his own people as a wife. He shall not profane his offspring among his people, for I am Yahweh who sanctifies him. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Say to Aaron, None of your offspring throughout their generations who has a defect may approach to offer the bread of his God. For whatever man he is that has a defect, he shall not draw near a blind man or a lame or he who has a flat nose or any deformity or a man who has an injured foot or an injured hand or a hunchback or a dwarf or one who has a defect in his eye or an itching disease or scabs or who has damaged testicles. No man of the offspring of Aaron, the priest who has a defect, shall come near to offer the offerings of Yahweh made by fire. Since he has a defect, he shall not come near to offer the bread of his God. He shall eat the bread of his God, both of the most holy and of the holy. He shall not come near to the veil, nor come near to the altar, because he has a defect, that he may not profane my sanctuaries, for I am Yahweh who sanctifies them. So Moses spoke to Aaron and to his sons and to all the children of Israel. So this is a chapter for the priests and for the high priest with a few special rules just for them. For example, if someone died, they weren't supposed to go and touch the body or anything like this, unless of course it was father, mother, uh, son or daughter, brother or unmarried sister. So th those were the exceptions. But for the high priest, not even your father and your mother were you allowed to do that. So these are some of the rules. And, but there were other ones. Like for example, for the high priest, you shall not shave your head. You think, what on earth? <laughs> Why would there be a rule like that? 
And um, well, there's a lot of interesting rules here. So for example, in Egypt, this was the ancient culture where they completely shaved their heads. You'll have noticed if you've seen anything Egyptian, they've always got shaved heads. And then Pharaoh in ancient Egypt would put on fake hair, but it was usually, you know, those, those things you see with the, with the pharaohs. It's, and they put on a fake beard, but these were not real hair, these were fake. And, but of course, shaving heads was a really Egyptian thing. And in Egypt, which they'd only just come out of Egypt one year before this, um, all the priests that used to offer to the Egyptian gods all had shaved heads. So here we've got this chapter where the Lord is saying to the priests and to the high priest, do not shave your head. In other words, you're not to be like those priests. You're, like, you're to be priests the way I want you to be, not like priests that you think priests are like. So the only priests that the, these Israelites had ever seen were Egyptian priests. And this passage was, was saying, don't be like them. And sometimes you read these passages and you think, doesn't make sense. Why would God say something like that? But at the time, these things made a lot of sense. And, um, you know, we are, we are also priests of the Lord. The New Testament says we're all priests to serve him. And we should serve the Lord the way he wants too. We should not copy those around us. And, um, and so even a command like this about shaving your head, it's not saying don't shave your head now, but we can learn from it. Don't copy the, the world around us. Don't try to serve God in the way others would serve God. Serve God the way the Lord wants you to serve him. A bit further down, it was talking to the high priests, and it said a high priest must marry among his own people. Now, that's a really specific command. It doesn't mean take a wife from an Israelite. It's even more specific. Take a wife from the tribe of Levi. And of course, she couldn't be previously married or a prostitute, or she couldn't be, she had to be a virgin, someone who'd never married and um, had never been, had never slept with another man before. So all of this was to demonstrate the high standards for the high priest. What's interesting about this is that um, there's no practical way, like if, if someone today in the world was to say, well, let's get this high priesthood thing going again, there's no way of doing it. You, you don't, the people in the world today who think they might be descended from the tribe of Levi have no way of knowing if they are, and they have no way of knowing that a woman they're gonna marry is, is a pure Levite. The, you know, over the thousands of years since all of this, there's been so much intermarriage, the records that used to keep, used to be a list of genealogical records tracking the high priest so that this could be fulfilled properly. Well, that's all was lost. I'm pretty sure it was one of the King Herods that deliberately destroyed all of that. And that was because he wanted to be the high priest and he wasn't a Levite. And so because he wanted to be high priest and he wasn't a Levite, he destroyed the records so that he could be the high priest. So now, if people tried to reinstitute it the proper biblical way, it's not possible. And that's, that's actually a good thing because Jesus Christ is now our high priest once and for all time so we don't need the Levite high priests any longer. And then it goes on to talk about defects. You know, if there was a, a, someone in the tribe of Levi, say the son of a, of a high priest, but this, he had a flat nose or he had, you know, a broken ear or, you know, he was a hunchback and it listed all these defects, he was not allowed to be a high priest. The high priest had to be physically perfect. 
And um, there's actually a, a story, and it's a historical event, where there was a guy called Antigonus, and in between the New and the Old Testaments, there was a high priest called John Hycanus II. Well, this Antigonus chopped off his ears <laughs> because he didn't want him to be the high priest anymore. So it, it had the effect. He could not be the high priest anymore because he had his ears removed. So John Hycanus went into exile and left, left the country. He couldn't, and even in exile, he was highly honored as someone who had been the high priest. He just couldn't continue in that role. So this was how seriously they took it. And um, we, we mustn't look at this and think, oh, you know, that was, that was discriminatory. Because what this was, was a picture to us of how perfect our high priest had to be, Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ came, he had to be perfect in every way. Perfect in character, sinless, upright, blameless, full heart of love, and Jesus was all these things and more. There was no one in the world that was qualified to be the high priest that Jesus Christ was. And what this passage that talks about demonstrates to us is that there's no human being capable of being the high priest. Only Christ was capable of that. In the New Testament, in the book of Revelation, it says that, you know, that John wept because no one was found worthy to open the scroll. But then it said, you know, this lamb was found that was worthy to open the scroll. Well, that lamb was Jesus Christ, the only one who was righteous and able to stand in our place. But in the end of this chapter, it says that even though anyone with a defect was not able to be the high priest, they were still able to eat the bread that came from the holy place and the most holy place. And what I realized from that is, that even though none of us are good enough to be the high priest that Jesus was, all of us are able to have the benefits of what Jesus has done. And that's exactly true. Jesus has gone into the, into the tabernacle in heaven as our high priest and offered his own blood on our place. He's also offered the, the bread, which is his body. And we remember that at communion. And all of us, even though we are defective, some of us have physical defects, but that's not what this is really getting at. We all have defects of character, defects in the quality of who we are, but yet despite our defects, all of us are able to eat at the table of the Lord. And that's just a marvelous, marvelous picture right here in Leviticus 21. So thank God for that. <laughs> so Lord, thank you, you're our high priest and you have no defect, you have no flaw. You're perfect in every way, and I thank you that you're able to be everything that we can't be. And I thank you because of that we can eat at the table of the Lord. And today, right now, as we finish this video, I pray that you would feed us. Lord, you'd give it to us of your spirit. You'd fill our hearts with the love of God. Strengthen us in righteousness. Give us grace. I pray you'd bless us for today and bless us for tomorrow. May our eyes be lifted up to see more of you. Bring us into the fullness of your plans. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done in Jesus' name.